Welcome to Fearless Hustle Collective, a podcast for creative female entrepreneurs and a home to honest conversations about the ups and downs of running your own business. Hello and welcome back. It's episode 26 today and it's going to be a solo episode today. Um, And I wanted to talk to you about investing in your business. Um, I want to kind of explore um, the different types of investment that you can make in your business Uh, but also the fear that comes alongside it because I think as um, business owners and particularly if you are at the beginning of that journey, um, investing in your business can be hugely, um, it can feel really scary. I think there's so much um, fear associated with spending money, um, particularly to begin with when we, you know, we want to make sure that we are uh, turning a profit and we want to make sure that we, um, aren't just adding endless expenses to our business. So in my eyes, there are kind of two different types of investment that you can make, um, in your business. One of them will be all of the, um, apps and software that you can um, pay for to help run your business and also the second um, kind of type of investment is more alongside the um, personal development really uh, so you have the coaching the um, any form of mentoring or masterminds retreats anything that um, will help you to develop as a person and also as a business owner. Uh, But I wanted to kind of go back a little bit and talk about where I started in my business and what that looked like in terms of investing. Um, And when I first started my business, everything was very much about not spending too much money um, and just making sure I was kind of making as much you know, profit as I possibly could on, on, you know, on the sales that I was making. Um, and that meant that I spent a lot of time, um, using all sorts of different free apps. Um, and for the most part, they worked well and, you know, I got the kind of the most out of them and, and it, it worked for for a really long time and I think there's there's you know different apps that I still use one of them being Google Docs for example um, and I use it on a regular basis and I use it to actually plan my week but I also use it to um, write anything to do with blog content or even planning my blog uh, content or you know podcast content or any anything like that um so there are definitely free apps that I you know I use on a regular basis and I would 100% recommend but as I as my business started growing and I started getting more inquiries and I started getting more bookings it became apparent that I needed a system um to help me kind of manage all of that because for a very long time I was using spreadsheets to track inquiries and then track um, any of the bookings I was making for weddings Uh, so that meant that I would have to manually enter kind of dates for when I would have to send out additional invoices and all that kind of stuff and it it became very difficult to track after a while Um, and I think you'll probably find too that as your business grows there's only kind of so much time you want to spend on admin actually Um, so the kind of I think one of the first investments I made um was to get a CRM system um and I chose Dubsado you some of you may have heard me talk about it a little bit already um I'm a kind of huge fan of the system because it allows me to 
um, use, well, kind of have everything under one umbrella, uh, so to speak. So I have my contracts and invoices in there. I also have my PDFs within the system. The clients can have their own portals where I can upload additional documents like, um, you know, PDFs about printing your photographs, for example. So I'm kind of talking about my wedding side of things. Um, But yeah, it's been hugely beneficial and it means that I can actually get my clients signed up and ready um, within a matter of minutes and I get to do it if I'm out of the house and uh, you know I don't have to necessarily set the computer to kind of onboard a client. Um, In the past I would use um, just a normal Google Docs document to um, change the contract and make sure that that was all in line. I would then upload it somewhere else. Uh, I I think I used um, HelloSign uh, which is uh, which allows you to sign contracts online. Um, and yeah, so I was using all sorts of different kind of apps uh, to make sure that, you know, my clients were being served properly, but it meant that on the back end for me, um, there were kind of, you know, hours spent, um, yeah, just doing all the admin stuff that wasn't really the exciting part of my work. Obviously, photography and editing was where, you know, I wanted to spend most of my time. Apps and software aside, obviously there are um, other ways in which you can invest in your business. Obviously, some you know something like branding, for example. And I strongly believe that you don't necessarily need branding as such when you start out, um, and that shouldn't be your kind of primary concern. I think we can get a little bit tied up with needing to have a you know a nice logo and all that kind of stuff, but actually it's working on how you deliver your services and all that kind of stuff or products um it's kind of that's where (laughs) most of the work should be should be um at but realizing that you can't do it all and also recognizing your strengths as a business owner um so for example if you're not very good at accounting accounting software or or an accountant might be something you want to look at Uh, And as scary as it feels to make that investment to begin with, particularly when you're not making very much money, because let's face it, to begin with, most businesses don't make a lot of money. And, you know, I I think for the first two years when I was running my business alongside my full time job, I didn't really make any money. Um, A lot of it was, you know, I, I charge very small amounts and everything that I did earn would go back into the business, whether that was for buying equipment or, you know, even things like memory cards cost a lot of money. So all of that kind of stuff. So I ended up kind of either being in the minus or just uh, breaking even. And that's kind of the reality of it. And hence why I am also a strong kind of believer in the fact that you shouldn't just quit your full-time job straight away. Uh, and that you should kind of try and build up your business at least a little bit before you make that jump because it gives you that safety net and it gives you that um, time to experience and play around with your business a little bit without those financial constraints, I guess. Um, But so going back to investing in your business, um, I think... So the so when I made the investment to um get a CRM system, it it felt like a huge step because I'd never invested in my business in that way, um and it felt like a big commitment, um 
to kind of pay whether that's monthly or annually um and I remember you know having to talk to my husband about it and and talk through it and say well I could do all of these things on my own and I knew I could because I was doing it I've been doing it for you know two years perhaps um before I got the system and um yeah it's totally doable to to do all these things on your own and use different um software or apps that are free and whilst that works for a little while it just became apparent that I was kind of almost wasting my own time doing all these things on you know different separate platforms and I came to the realization that actually my time was worth more than that and I could be using it so much more wisely I could be using it to market my business and bring new clients in I could be using it to you know learn more about my craft I could be using it in so many different ways and actually you know spending time filling out invoices is not really the best use of my time so I think when it comes to making an investment in you know of of this kind of type it's really important to really have a think about the benefits that it will bring you and how much time it might actually save you time and also just kind of effort because I remember feeling a little bit stressed about having to chase clients or you know remember about am I in time you know am I sending out invoices in time am I giving the clients enough time to fill out the questionnaires that I needed them to fill out all of these different things actually it it meant that you know so much kind of my brain power was being taken up by that um, and introducing a, a system like Dubsado meant that I could kind of let go of that, automate a lot of it. I don't know about you, but I love a good pros and cons list. So I would always um, do that when I had a big decision to make. And it, in hindsight, it seems like no decision at all. It was, it was absolutely the right one. And it, it never, I mean, it, you know, it's not even a huge, huge cost per year. That's the thing. But I think when you're starting out, you're very wary of any additional costs. And I think that's why it felt like such a huge decision at the time. So if you're in that space at the moment, think about the time that it will save you um, and think about all the other things that you could be doing uh, with your time and potentially bringing in more money. Um, I think that's another thing. So outsourcing certain things or getting help elsewhere might mean that you've got then that free time to focus on uh, bringing money into your business in a different way. So that's definitely worth considering. So as my business grew and as I grew as a business owner, I kind of realised that I didn't want to spend endless amounts of hours researching things and um, learning everything myself because it's, yeah, there's only so many hours in the day and so we have to kind of prioritise and that's where I decided to kind of start investing in things like courses to help me learn certain skills um, to kind of take my business to the next level. So one of the courses I invested in was Sarah Tasker's Insta Retreat. Um, and I I found that course hugely helpful. Um, and it, it has really kind of changed the way I look at Instagram in general, particularly to do with the kind of visual side of things as well. Um, even though I'm a photographer and you would think that as a visual person, I would have it kind of all figured out, but actually there was there were many aspects running Instagram that actually um, I I needed to learn about and yeah so I would highly recommend checking out different courses for specific 
things that you feel like you need help with and you want to learn about. Um, but I think, kind of courses aside, I wanted to talk a little bit about um, coaching and the coaching experience and um, the recent mastermind that I went um, attended um, and it was run by Sophie French. If you're not familiar with Sophie, she is a coach and she um, she was actually on the podcast um, a little bit earlier on um, and she um, held a mastermind in Cornwall towards the end of March this year and again it was a, a big investment that I I hesitated about because I I wasn't sure whether it was something that I needed at the time and I wasn't sure whether I needed to be spending that money but having been and having experienced what I experienced I would 100% say that those experiences are worth so much more than anything that you can learn. Um, Sophie did an incredible job of giving us space to really explore what it means to run a successful business to us because I, I very much feel like um, we have to define our own success. It's it's individual and it looks differently uh, for everyone. And I think it's, yeah, it's, it's so important to have that space to kind of explore what it is that feels right to us when it comes to running a business because it's all well and good um, following someone's kind of teaching um and following kind of their strategy and I think there is merit to that um and obviously mentoring is very much about that so mentoring is is different to coaching if if you don't know um where as a mentor you teach someone um all the things that have worked for you and all the all of the things that um you think might work for their business but it's very much kind of teacher-led Whereas coaching is very person-centered, so it's very much about the coachee, so the person that you're coaching, and it's very much about them and what feels right to them and what comes up for them in terms of any blocks they might be having or anything that's kind of stopping and standing in their way um, of creating that business that they absolutely love. So so the Mastermind was a three-day uh, retreat um and the first day was kind of um very much focused on kind of letting go of the things that didn't kind of serve us anymore or perhaps were kind of stopping us from really um playing big I guess um in our business and so it was quite um a tough day for me actually um I think I uncovered, well, I say uncovered, I think I was very much aware of some of the stuff that um, I've been kind of carrying from childhood that, you know, needed resolving, but, and self-doubt has always been something that's been, that's always come up for me, whether that's kind of in personal life or in business, and I think as business owners, as you kind of, as your business grows, you realise that self-doubt is always kind of lingering somewhere, um, and then it pops up. Um, every now and then because we as kind of small business owners we you know put our heart and soul into it and and so it does mean that we're a little bit more um open to kind of yeah feeling a little bit um exposed in a way I suppose um so yeah so so it's kind of really um made me realize that I needed to address some other kind of personal stuff that I kind of kind of dealt with 
but not really. Um, and so that was a kind of a huge breakthrough for me. And that was one of the kind of probably biggest takeaways for me from the retreat um, is that I needed to kind of allow myself to heal in some way. And I know it sounds a little bit, <laughs> I think a few years ago, I probably would have thought that that sounded very woo and a bit much. And it's kind of hard to share all of that because I don't generally talk about that stuff very openly, I guess, um, unless it was, you know, kind of my husband or kind of close friends. But it's important to, um, it's important to talk about it. And so, yeah, so that was a huge kind of breakthrough for me personally. The other takeaway for me was connecting with people in person and I kind of know about it from running the meetups, the monthly meetups that I run um, here in Nottingham, but connecting in a very safe space with a small uh, group of women um, and Sophie really made sure that it was a very safe and open space for us to kind of openly share um, what we struggle with um, personally, but also in business. Um, And so meeting those people in person has been huge and it, it it the connection was just uh, yeah I don't think you can kind of appreciate it until you're in that um environment until you actually experience it. it it was incredible and I met some wonderful wonderful women and um yeah it's it was one of those things where you know the three days ended and you didn't really want to leave because you'd made friends and really connected with people on a different level it, it wasn't you know, there wasn't small talk as such. We really dived deep into who we are as as people and it really gave us a chance to um, connect with each other. Um, so another thing that I learned through this experience was that a lot of us um, share very kind of similar problems I guess and that a lot of our problems or you know issues that we deal with are universal and so many times we would be kind of sharing openly about things and everyone would just be nodding because we would realize that actually yeah I absolutely experienced that thing too and I think when we work uh, for ourselves and on our own it can be very easy to assume that we are the only people experiencing these feelings whether that's comparison whether that's feeling um, inadequate or you know all of these different things that we might experience as a business owner so it was very much a feeling of you are not alone which which you know we we need to hear sometimes um so so yeah as I kind of mentioned Sophie created a really incredibly safe space for us all to share um but I think other than the kind of personal breakthrough that I had on the first day, it highlighted to me the importance of taking time out away from work. Um, of course, we, you know, if you know, if we can, we go on holiday once a year or twice a year, however often, um, and we take that time out and just, you know, to kind of recharge and spend time away from the day-to-day work. But also taking time out to be away from your day-to-day business but actually have time to really reflect on what's happening what's working what isn't working and where you want it to go that's I think that's kind of the main thing that we sometimes just don't have the time to do so this retreat and this mastermind allowed me that space to really explore what I wanted my business to look like Um, I think 
very often it's really easy to get sucked into thinking well I need to be doing this or x y and z because somebody else is doing it and so it seems like that's the logical next step but actually when you kind of bring it back to how you want your life to look because I think that's kind of very much like the foundation and the basis of what our business should look like we really need to check in with how we want it to feel uh, and how we want it to look on a day-to-day basis so that we can then create that business um, and design it to how we want it to be because it's it's really really easy and I've done it myself so many times to get lost in the day-to-day stuff it's super busy I've got 10 you know hundreds of things to do so you are just constantly working but you never have that time to reflect actually and step away and think is this um is this working for me so yeah so that was kind of one of the big things and and so this kind of brings me back to the whole idea of investing um it felt again like a big investment to make um but actually it was absolutely invaluable and I would 100% recommend it and I think it's made me also realize that um I would love to host a retreat of this kind one day myself so universe if you're listening <laughs> I'm putting it out there but I think yeah it, it's it's just massively important to consider the things that we want to invest in and of course you need to think these things through it's not about just spending money um you know all the time that's that's kind of not what I'm saying at all but sometimes we do need to invest in our business in order to grow in order to move forward and in order to um develop the business and and kind of create the business that we um love so as the saying goes invest in experiences over things and I think that's been hugely true for me in my business. I feel like I've grown and I've learned so much more from um, experiences. So even, you know, one-to-one coaching type scenarios, I feel like I have kind of gotten so much more out of it. Um, And it's helped my business to really, um, yeah, just to, I think it's helped me to kind of realign and make sure I'm staying on track because Again, sometimes it's very easy to just get lost in the doing and um, not really have the time to reflect on, you know, how we want our business to look. So to recap, I kind of generally feel that there are two um, ways in which you can invest in your business. One of them being kind of the apps and software and all the kind of outsourcing type of stuff that we can do um, to help us run our businesses more efficiently um, and kind of give ourselves the time back that we uh, spend on doing all of that admin stuff. All the things that we're not very particularly good at. Um, so uh, that's one of the things. And the second being investing in experiences, in coaching and mentoring, if that's your thing. Um, and really allowing yourself to develop as a business owner and as a person. Um, And that obviously is, I feel, at least in my experience, is kind of the next stepping stone to, um, yeah, to creating the life that you love and also to allowing your business to grow and flourish. 
Um, so yeah, so I guess I'm going to wrap it up uh, for this week's um, episode. Um, next week we are back on with a guest interview, you'll be glad to hear. Um, and I just wanted to let you know that I will be opening um, signups for the waitlist for um, the membership which is um, coming back in June. Um, it's going to be, it's so the model of the membership is changing ever so slightly. It's going to be an ongoing monthly membership uh, because I feel like it will allow us to kind of dive a little bit deeper and really allow the space for people to explore um, what it is that they want, you know, their business to do and where, where it is that they want it to go. Um, and so we'll still be having um, live expert sessions with um, all sorts of uh, wonderful women, but uh, we'll also be doing small group coaching sessions uh, and accountability uh, sessions to, uh, to really kind of give you that support that you might need uh, in running your business. So I'll leave the link in the show notes for the signups for the waitlist. Um, I won't bore you with the um, kind of tiny details at the moment, but I'll if you kind of if you have any questions or if you want to find out more, head on over to that link uh, in the show notes. And it's been a pleasure chatting to you today. I hope you um, I hope you found it useful. If you have any questions or if there's anything that you wanted to kind of discuss. Um, just feel free to message me and I'll be back next week. Um, and I hope you have a wonderful day. Thank you so much for tuning in. As always, I'd be really grateful if you could leave a review on iTunes so that other female creatives can enjoy this podcast too. I'll see you next week.